Welcome to the new Earth Architectress, where we'll be exploring together what is an architectress? What is the new Earth? And how is the evolution in consciousness paving the way for your leading role in architecture? I'm your host, Aisha Rose Melody Hassan, and I'm so excited to share with you what's possible when you lead a prospering design practice aligned with spirit and your divine calling. If you're a woman architect or designer who's hearing a deep call to take your stand as an ancient temple builder of the future, welcome. Now is the time and we are the ones. Hey, I am recording this podcast episode prior to going on vacation. I'm heading over to Canada with my son to uh, relax and spend time with my family, my parents, by the beach on Lake Huron. And uh, I wanted to share that I'll be out for, uh, I guess it's almost a month, and I'll be back recording the next episode of the New Earth Architectress podcast. So much is streaming through uh, in my visions and in my meditations, and so much already has been laid. A grid work has been laid with these five episodes and what is streaming through what I'm transmitting to all of you beautiful women architects and designers who are searching for a new way and hear the call to bridge spiritual wisdom with design. Hear the call to tap your feminine wisdom, tap your intuition to design properties, buildings, communities, homes, gardens, cities in a totally new way in partnership with nature in a totally new way that is rooted in ancient wisdom, rooted in those seeds that have been left for us to steward, to steward for the future. So these seeds encoded within them have keys that actually have not been revealed yet. And it's up to you to discover what are in those keys. It's like a treasure hunt. And these seeds and keys are planted all over the world within the wisdom of our ancestors, the wisdom of the mystery schools and the temples, the libraries, the walls, the living, breathing um, energies of the, the, those particular sites. Those seeds are, are recorded and held within the stories of our grandmothers and our grandfathers. Of stories within the folk souls. And they are held and protected by nature, by the trees, by the rocks, by the mountains, by the rivers, by the nature spirits, by the elementals, by the energies of the fire, of the fire, the water, the earth and the air. They are stored within the Akashic records. And we have at have the power as we are evolving as conscious beings, have the power to access these blueprints of information that are waiting for you to uncover, that are waiting for you to apply 
discover and apply to a new way of working. And once you have this, these, these tools or these, uh, these pieces of wisdom, it's your responsibility then as an alchemist of space, as a weaver of nature to bring the balance back to our planet. It is your responsibility, responsibility, the ability to respond to a given situation through your intuitive powers, your feminine wisdom, what I call an alchemist of space, a weaver of nature. To restore balance on this planet. And not in a way that is um, not in a way that's nostalgic or romantic, not in a way that is, oh, we've got to be like it's got to, I wish it was like before. I wish we could, you know, live like our ancestors lived. If only we could go back to those days when we were living more simply on the land or I wish it could have been like this, right? Not with that energy, with an energy of, okay, I've got this information now. How can we transform it to lay the grid work for our future cities, our future houses, our future communities, future gardens. How is it a tool then to, to step into the new paradigm? All of these, these, these ancient seeds of wisdom that we can use to propel us into the future in a resilient, healthy soul-based, heart-based, nourishing, balanced way. We are currently confronted with energies, corporations, media, external digital influences that are pulling us away out of, pulling us out of our nature pulling us out of who we truly are, pulling us away from our, that, that, that capacity, that inner wisdom, right? Telling us that we don't have that wisdom, that we don't have a natural connection to nature and that we can't pull from nature to to solve problems, whether it be our health, um, whether it be design, whether it be, you know, anything, any topic, our businesses. And I say we can. And especially if you're a woman and not to divide the sexes um, or genders, but as women, 
we have the capacity as the womb bearers that we are of the great bowl, the great mysterious bowl that we have. We have the capacity to connect with nature on a totally different level. That is not of the brain. That is not of the intellect. That is of our hearts, our wombs, our bellies, our bodies. And we can speak that language. We speak it through our feelings, sometimes our emotions, our intuitions. We speak the language of nature. We speak the language of nature. We speak the language of nature. And as you speak the language of nature more and more and connect back to your core language, what is the architecture that births through that? What is the architecture that births through that? How are you going to to design and create in a way that is a reflection of your language of nature, your expression, your ability to express nature and the voice of nature? I work a lot with the elements in the way I design, work with the four plus five elements, air, water, earth, fire, ether or akasha. There are more elements in the feng shui tradition. You may be familiar with them, wood and metal. What do the elements say to you? How do the elements want to take form and take shape on a property that you're working on with your clients? How do the elements want to take form and shape within you and in the way you practice design? The elements are a whole universe within themselves. You know, they all they all come from actually they are all created within the Akashic realm, the fifth energetic element. And their combinations are infinite. Just communicating with the elements, they are the basis of 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 our material world. And they can they influence us they provide us wisdom insight on so many levels our ancestors would always begin by greeting the land acknowledging the land and doing some form of ceremony that involved the four directions which are actually linked to the four elements I often begin with the north, which for me is anchored in the earth. Many traditions have this as well. Then I move on to the east, where visions take flight. East is where we greet and connect with the winged ones, the air element, the communication, the humor, the lightness. Going back to the north, we can connect with the ancestors, with the north star, anchoring 
firmness, the pyramid structure. We move into the, after the East, we move into the South in ceremony. And ceremonies can be done in so many different ways, in such contemporary ways as well. We don't have to be doing them like they were done before. But to have a consciousness and a respect and a love for the elements is an integral piece to the puzzle, to weaving with nature, to be an alchemist of space. Working with the South, that's fire, you know, the sun, passion, transformation, activation. So much happens in the South with fire. Then moving into the West, water. And again, different cultures have a different system. I work with this one. West, the water, the mystery, intuition the setting sun. How does water help us to form spaces? How does she help to guide us along the property to form the, the final product, the, fi the final structure, shape of roofs, of windows, of walls, of the floor, and coming back again in full circle to the north? We, of course, have, when we add the, to the directions, we work with, I work with above and below and the great spirit within the energies that come from the sky and the energies that come from the earth, deep within the earth and how we align the, how we create this anchor, this alignment, this bridge between sky and earth is a key piece as well to the, the, architectural alchemist, right? The alchemist of space. And so many aspects of design can be synthesized, created, birthed by a deep connection with the elements. There are some spaces that require more grounding and require more earth energies. And you can work with colors and materials to really speak earth into the space. There are some that need more lightness. Perhaps you have forms that are really rigid and need that air, airy quality, right? Perhaps there's a stagnation and uh, a fire needs to be brought in. Fire, a fiery energy needs to be brought into a space, whether it's an interior design, a garden design, or a new build, or the addition to a home, whatever it may be. Imagine if we built our cities and our communities with a deep connection to the elements, the sacred elements, with nature. And through your mastery, of being able to communicate and harness, not in a bad way harness, but in a, in a beautiful way harness the elements to orchestrate beauty, to orchestrate architecture. The elements, you can hear the elements in your clients as well. We all hold the elements within us. There are some characters 
characters, people who are more fiery than others, right? Some have a more combination of water and fire. Some people, some are more uh, air and earth. My husband, for example, is much, is very earth and very much air, both very little fire and water. Whereas I have a lot of fire and water. So we, we teach each other a lot of things. Although I do feel that I'm coming into a stage in my life and my birthday is coming soon, actually. And I feel that more is going to be anchored on my birthday is, is that I'm now, um, feeling like there's more of a balance between the four elements going on in my own body. Earth is more present in my being. I'm clear with my boundaries. I'm clear with my foundation. I'm clear with my mission. I know who I want to open the door to and who I don't, right? Firm decision-making. This is a quality of earth. Air is coming through more fluidly as I am now more comfortably speaking my truth in front of thousands of people all around the world. Water and fire are also in the picture. So going back to this responsibility, women, your ability to respond, your ability to respond. What are you feeling the call to respond to right now on this planet and in your life? Who's knocking on the door? For me, it was Gaia and the nature spirits, and they gave me a huge kick in the butt before I finally decided to quit architecture, the corporate world. I mean, I have to say it wasn't full corporate where I was working. Um, I have experienced it, the corporate world. Um, but let's say the consulting world. They gave me a huge kick in the butt. It was building up so much in my throat and in my body, and I was getting sick constantly. They gave me a huge kick in the butt and said, you got to do this. You got to pave the way. No matter if you're scared, no matter if you don't know what the hell you're doing, no matter if you feel like you're going to be ostracized by the architectural association, that came up for me. That came up for me. Let's talk about the fear that comes with responsibility. Let's talk about the fear of being visible. Let's talk about the fear of being rejected and judged by clients and colleagues. We talked about it a little bit in previous episodes, but this is real. It's something real. And I want you to be aware that your body may be right now in a contraction mode. Um, because it's operating a, a huge part of it is operating on survival consciousness. And you may be really in this point in your life, um, where, where it's enough is enough. You want to quit, uh, the old ways, the old system, perhaps you're running your own office. Maybe you are the leader, but you're feeling like something needs to be done. You may be you may be uh, very successful as well. You know, uh, 
running a lot of projects and the firm is doing well. But, you know, I just had someone uh, contact me who's doing fantastic, actually, uh, finance wise and, um, you know, running a great firm, but feeling deep down that something needs to be done and the balance needs to be restored on this planet. And more and more people need to know the power of energy, the power of nature, and how we can weave all of this knowledge to design spaces that really um, heal people and, and this world and this planet in a very integrated way, not a surfaced kind of way, not like, oh, here are three tips on how to have a more balanced and healing home, but in a, in a, in a way that it's not like makeup or, you know, just smeared on as a, as a, yeah, I'm just thinking about a, a, a fee proposal in, in the architecture world where it's like the add-on at the end, you know, the add-on like, oh, and if you want the green roof, and I'm not saying green roofs are what I'm talking about here, but that happens so often where the work that we really need to do as architects, whether it's, you know, paving the way for sustainable systems, um, incorporating natural materials in the way we work, working with building biology and helping to reduce EMF radiations. I mean, these are more the practical, but these are, these are definitely connected to spirit, right? Whether it be, um, working with the, the land energetics, right. And really understanding, okay, the, how does the building and space want to be oriented on the land? So the land receives it well and on and on, not, not the, not the extra at the end. No, that we fully, 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 fully transform from A to B, A to Z, the entire process of partnership with your clients and partnership with, with nature on the land, whether you're in a city, whether you're in the countryside, it doesn't matter where the site is. You have so many gifts. You're very likely involved already in harmonics, spatial harmonics, uh, energy work, Reiki, yoga, meditation. You have all of this wisdom. Feng Shui, geo, uh, geomancy. And you can work with this in an open way and br bring it into the firm, bring it into your own practice, use it as a catalyst or uh, use it as a foundation for building your new business and design. Mother Nature is urging you to do it. She's calling you to, to step up and respond. How are you going to respond to the, to the situation we're in on the planet? Yes, the weather is going crazy. Japan is, he, has 
heated up like mad. We've had forest fires, floods. It's going to continue. Volcano eruptions. We don't know what to do with our trash, with our own garbage. We're being super irresponsible when it comes to our own garbage. I admit that I'm not even at a point right now where I'm happy with uh, how I'm, where I'm throwing my garbage. My intention is to go to as much zero waste as possible when we move on to our new property that we're currently building. And beyond, and you know, and that these are super important ecological steps, foundations. But beyond that, because the world is really, Gaia is is going through a huge birthing process into a space and place where the feeling consciousness realm is going to be so important. So I would even challenge you to say that beyond the garbage, it's your thoughts, your consciousness, how you communicate, how you, what you're, how you communicate and what your intentions are when you walk on the land, when you work in partnership with the land. And how do you guide your clients through that kind of process? So many clients will say, oh, yeah, I want this. I want that. I want this. And, you know, they may have um, deep pockets, you know, um, large budgets. Oh, heal my home. Do this. Do that. And, you know, I want this to be done. And but if they're not prepared to do the inner work. Their house or their garden or this new vision for a spiritual center or community or whatever it may be can only go so far. We've seen if any of you are have researched or have been part of eco communities, how challenging it is to work with others, how challenging it is to be in community with others. How challenging it is to even be in a family, right? With husband and child and even that, right? You know, the immediate family. But that's where the gold is not far off visions and okay, please continue to dream, but it's in the, it's in the, the relationships we have with each other, with the land, with our teammates. And what I'm saying to you is, and I've got so many ideas about it and more and more stream through each day. That when we work, we weave with nature, we listen to the wisdom of nature. We work with the sacred elements. We work with our intuition, our body's wisdom, and this capacity to listen. And when we acknowledge the land and nature, out of that process, much smoother project planning occurs. And foundations get laid for, I mean, I always, I, I hesitate when I say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. Foundations for saving our planet are laid on all levels. Now, Gaia knows what she's doing, 
she kind of, you know, in a way she doesn't need our help. Mother nature, you know, the earth spirit, she knows what she's doing. She's transforming, going through a huge birth. And she requires us to respond, requires us to act, not just sit back, but to do something about it. And I know it can be overwhelming. What a task to take on. Trust me, I get freaked out. I get scared. I think I'm not cut out for this work. I feel like I don't have enough projects under my belt to um, to warrant or to to you know, like, oh, she's talking about all these things, all these visions and dreams. Well, where where are the projects, right? One project at a time. If you can, if you can bring an element of nature, if you can bring an element of spirit, of intuition into a project, no matter what scale, that's a huge step. It's a huge step that will that will um, emanate light for years and years and years and years and years and years to come. For your clients, for the health of your clients, the health of the animals and the plants on the property. To bring that reverence back, right, to nature and incorporate it into the rhythms of your life, into the rhythms of the way you design and into the rhythms of uh, living, right? To teach and guide your clients on that process. Responsibility. What are you going to respond to? Oh, waiting for other pieces of information to stream through. Yeah. For our children, for the next generations. So that they're not bound and trapped by the media, by the digital world. This is so key. It's so key for us to be, to learn how to be human again. And many of you, you know, for many of you, the word human is tainted. I get it. You know, humans have destroyed, have raped, have caused harm to nature. And yet through our consciousness, we have the power to rebuild with nature. Do we want to be robots and tied to 
external systems that have control over us. Not, I'm not dissing robots. We use them, right? In automations, we use them to, to now check out at the grocery store often, um, you know, and robots can be very helpful in building the new architecture, right? Some of the amazing um, printing machines and building machines are robots. But the robots, I'm not talking about those guys. <laughs> I'm not talking about those kinds of robots. And I, I want to make sure I, I really hold the torch for us to walk this earth free. For our children to walk this earth free. Free to choose, free to, to mold and shape their world and to create spaces for our children, for the next generations, for our elders that teach them about nature, teach, teach them about the beauty of nature. And that there are secrets and gems within the land that can help guide us forward into the future. I feel complete. I'd love to hear what has been simmering within you when you hear the podcasts, when you hear me speak, what are you visioning? What emerges for you? What are your next steps for anchoring in this new business, this new way of designing? What's your new, new modality going to look like? I've been mentoring women architects, high conscious, uh, uh, high achieving, spirit conscious women architects and designers from different parts of the, the world. And it's so lighting me up to watch their, their transformation, watch their growth and support them in crossing this, this critical threshold. And leading their business in a spirit-led, feminine um, way that really supports their divine calling, that is an expression of their divine calling. If you feel called to partner, to pave the way for the new earth through by bridging spiritual wisdom with architecture, then reach out to me, send me a PM on Facebook or Instagram. And I'd love to explore with you what's possible in this sacred par partnership. So 
I look forward to meeting you and until next time after my vacation I'll be checking back in I'm so honored to be serving all of you until next time Thank you for tuning into the new Earth Architectress. It's my intention to inspire more women architects and designers to come out of hiding and unleash their intuitive powers to lead a prospering design practice aligned with spirit and their divine calling while making a powerful impact on Earth. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe leave a five-star review on iTunes, and share this episode with women who you know are feeling the nudges to take the big leap and bridge spirit with design. You can find out more about me and the New Earth Architect Dress Movement by visiting AishaRoseMelodyHassan.com. Until next time, gule gule.